watch one episode of One Punch Man. It's really good. It's about a superhero who's just really bored and depressed. Oh, that'd, that'd be really great watching that. <laughs> no, it really, it really is funny. He's he's called One Punch Man because he can beat any monster in one punch, and he's just really bored about it because he's like, there's nothing to challenge anymore. So he'd be like walking home from the shops, and a monster will jump out and be like, "I am Zorg, the strongest monster of the underworld," and he'll just punch it and carry on going home. <laughs> Hello, I'm the John that's growing a beard. And I'm the John that's growing my hair. And I'm not John, and I'm really struggling with the recording equipment this week, so apologies in advance if the uh, quality isn't as great as it usually is. We are still learning, we're all learning together. This week we're going to dedicate our show to some family pets that have recently passed away. So tweet at us if you've been through anything and send us, send us your support. So this one goes out to Alf and Ruby. So in that spirit, just to, just to clarify... Um, we've had a bit of feedback that it's not apparent what this show is about. So I ask two different people called John a would you rather question and then we discuss. It's that simple. So to start off with, would you rather be a dog or a cat? I like the way you made it sound simple and we get off topic and forget what we're doing. Uh, but I'm going to kick it off and I'm going to go with dog because that's what I've just lost, sadly. And as we were chatting earlier, I, I think he's had a very good life. I think there are a lot of people that go way above and beyond for their dogs. And I think I'd like to be treated like that, whereas cat owners... Some people leave their cats out overnight. What's that about? Not happening. Not happening at all. Some people do leave their dogs out overnight. And they get reported to the RSPCA. I mean, I think dogs should live outside. That's that's where they would have been in the wild, and that's where they belong. Not endearing myself to our fans, I know, but I'd like to actually, I think I'd go the opposite way as it happens. I think I'd I'd be a cat, almost for the exact same reason that you would rather be a dog. I I don't want to be looked after. I'm, I like the way that cats are quite independent, sort of go about their business, do whatever the hell they want. And uh, actually consider, probably consider their owners to be their pets and just kind of go, ah, oh, that's that's my that's my human. Well, I think He's... I think with these initial answers, it I, I could have known which direction you were going in, because I can tell from the one side rather being a dog. John, you are you are relentlessly loyal and friendly and kind to everybody that, that you know. And John, you will try and sit in anything that looks like it might be too small for you to sit in. So. I could see both <laughs> both of those uh, those answers coming from mile off. If, and if the fact made... the other John doesn't like dogs. This is true. So he'd, fear... be, he'd be scared of himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a fear of what he could become. He who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man. Yes. That's, that's deep. <sighs> I've also always been a fan of the kind of food that cats like they like soured cream they like seafood they like seafood and you self-proclaimed hate seafood you hate seafood like kel loves orange soda that that may or may not be true but actually i've i've always i've always been quite ashamed of the fact that i hate seafood you know if you go to a sophisticated restaurant and and somebody offers you the the fish the catch of the day I have to decline and sort of make an excuse why 
the thing that the, the waiter is recommending, the best thing they've had on the menu all month is just not to my taste. Well, um, I mean, there's there's contrary to your statement already because shame is not something that a feline feels. Dogs feel shame, but cats feel nothing but pride. There's a, there's, there's a Terry Pratchett quote, and he states that cats were once worshipped as gods, and unfortunately they still not have forgotten this fact. <laughs> very, very true. I mean, you're adding fuel to my, my argument. I feel a lot of shame for not eating the seafood. It'd be great to be that cat that could not feel shame about not eating seafood. I could eat the seafood and not feel ashamed. Ah, I think so I've you... already got the bite of a dog, if I'm honest. Anything that isn't vegetables is pretty much how I roll. It's how dogs roll. don't know if I should be admitting that. It's not particularly healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if cats eat vegetables. I've never been a pet owner myself. I mean, it depends on the vegetables when it comes to dogs. I mean, I've I've got had dogs in my life that were literally anything. Our first family dog, Lucky, you could put absolutely everything into this plate and mix it all and mash it all together without fail. All that would be left on the plate at the end of the day was peas. She would be able to eat an entire, you know, plateful of mashed potato with peas and onions and sausages and gravy and everything. And there would just be bone dry peas left on the plate. And we once tested and we counted the peas that we mixed into her food and there were still that many left, which is a skill to just be able to do that with your tongue. Oh, think of how the ladies would enjoy it. But not if you're a dog. Okay, we'll scratch that. Um, Help me out. Quick, (laughs) someone say something. We're not allowed to go to Wood Green. (laughs) Yeah, this is is why I'm banned from the Battersea Dogs Home. (laughs) Mr. Hisgot, what are you doing with that jar of peanut butter? Nothing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) a whole jar oh god I think also cats have really good night vision and I've always fancied having great night vision just imagine being able to not as good as cats though just as good Really? they've both got the reflective lining on the back of their eyes well we learn something new every day and that's the first educational thing that has been on this podcast we've started so it's taken four episodes. Tune in once a month for something to <laughs> learn. <laughs> but cats can also jump higher than dogs. Generally, they can. I, I often see them walking about on the roofs of flats. I wouldn't say that's jumping. One of my favorite. That's that they can climb. <laughs> they can climb better. Cats can't leap three stories in the air. Super mittens. You got to take things into perspective. I think a cat can be leap four or five times its body height and imagine and, and if dogs could be do amused that. by their entails <laughs> <laughs> yes a, a, a dog could be more easily amused one of my favorite memories of going to university was sitting on the roof drinking some copperberg in the sun on the roof and i think if i was a cat i could do that all the time just every day and and not give a damn do you like being greeted or welcomed into a into a room when, when you see someone you've not seen in a little while? Or would you prefer them to just ignore you point blank? Well, I think as a cat, you you do get, you don't get ignored. People try and greet you and you just kind of greet them. You hiss at, if you, you hiss feel, at them. If, if you feel like it, you, you, get, you have... <laughs> if you feel like it, you make a friendly approach. If you don't feel like it, you just ignore them and go find a shrew to eat. See, I'd, I'd much prefer to be happy to see everyone all the time because they'd be happy to see me. Have you ever met a person that doesn't 
doesn't go, oh, look, a dog, yay, when it like walks towards them. I would be like, no, it's you, isn't it? You don't yeah, know. that's that's literally me. Okay. <laughs> apart from yourself. <laughs> apart from yourself. Okay, right. Imagine there was a golden retriever in one side of the room and you on the other side of the room. Who do you think your wife? Say hello to first. <laughs> you are Norman- married to her. Normally, there's not a golden retriever in the room, and she still doesn't say hello to him. So that's because John hisses her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she. I mean, to be fair, there's there's been many tear shed nights where she's phoned me, and uh, she, he just won't stop hissing at me, and he's been he's been sat on the windowsill licking himself, eating a shrew, eating a shrew, <laughs> making unbroken yeah. eye contact and throwing things on the floor. Not even eating the shrew, but just like bringing it into the house and then releasing it and just batting it around a little bit. <laughs> Licking himself and then throwing up all of his own hair. Oh. Why? Oh, dear. At least when dogs don't feel well, they go into the garden, eat a load of grass, and they do that really funny, take two steps forward and like do the funky chicken with the neck. And you, you know what they're up to, you just leave them to it. They don't wait till two in the morning and do it on the nice nicest bit of upholstery you've got in the house you're just inconvenient if you're a cat you're inconvenient to other people we're talking about whether you want to be that person who is inconvenient to other people i mean i just don't have an issue with that you kind of just you you have your own rules you, you don't give a damn you're you're thinking from it from a, a human perspective and thinking oh no i don't i don't like cats but cats don't like you either that's a very good point i mean for me the 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 biggest thing it boils down to is cats are self-sufficient dogs rely on people so it depends more whether you are a social person or whether you prefer your own company if you're quite um solitary but for me as much as i like the idea of being solitary if i was a cat and i went missing there is less chance of me being returned to my family than if i was a dog and as much as I like to think I'm self-sufficient, I think I'd feel pretty upset if I went missing and nobody was really looking for me. Because you see a dog wander in the street and you know that pretty much everyone that sees it is going to go over and check why it's out by itself. When's the last time you saw a cat and went, oh, we should probably go and return it to its owner? You went, oh, it's a cat. It's probably out catting, catting all <laughs> over the place. When, Being I indifferent walk- in a different scenario. When, whenever I walk down the street with my wife and she sees a cat, she tries to steal it. So, I don't know, maybe that's why there's so many cats walking around on the street. She's just nicked them all. And Maybe your hissing's attracting them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, put me out of my misery. You're, you're coming down on the dog side, aren't you? Even though I've made a perfectly good case that cats don't give a damn what you think. Yeah, I think that's because I don't that's, give a damn. Yeah, that's that's going to have to be how my answer goes because I've had I've had relationships recently where where the girls have been cat people and I've grown more accustomed to cats and I don't have as much of an issue with cats as I did. Um, I like that they're fairly low maintenance, but I'm going to go with dogs just because I feel like if I went with cats, the cats wouldn't give a flying fuck and the dogs would be sad and cry little puppy dog tears. Whereas if I go with the dogs. I have just made their entire year, their entire life, and the cats would go really still couldn't give a flying fuck and turn their <laughs> turn their little cat bums in my face and walk away wiggling their bums like they do. So 
I think the best way is to not upset anybody apart from cat fans and go for dog. That's my logic. I'm basing it on nothing other than the cats and dogs' feelings. <laughs> Great. Wow. This is a new I had, map. I had no feelings. <laughs> so it to, in summary, it didn't really matter what you said. Um, <laughs> as, that's what I got from this. As usual. Well, um, we were having having a catch-up before this recording, so uh, some of the questions I've prepared will be making a, a, a wait until next week, because now I'm going to hopefully, what I think will be quite an interesting argument, from a very informed John to a very uninformed John, would you rather own an Xbox or a PlayStation? John, would you like to start us off with explaining why you've uh, recently become a fan of Xboxes? Well... I recently acquired an Xbox because my wife found one on the street. While she was out she scavenging for cats. <laughs> At the very the very <laughs> same street as it happens that she she's 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 actually named every cat on the street. They've all got names that their their owners didn't give to them. It's <laughs> It's a fascinating site. But anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, she found an Xbox just outside someone's house. I think she knocked on their door and said, are you, uh, do you, are you keeping this or is this out for the rubbish? And they said, yeah, you can have it. They tried to force, force some more stuff on her. I think she, she politely what, declined. What, like the children? Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that might have been one of the options. I, th- I think this is a story that so, she's told you. She... I think that she's actually taking into the fact that she's married to a cat man. She's obsessed with cats and spends her time down random alleys. I think she's actually a cat burglar. And I think she's broken into someone's house in an attempt to steal their cats. So by cat burglar, I mean a burglar of cats, not the traditional <laughs> type of cat burglar, and ended up in their house. She's decided to steal an Xbox for you just to try and distract you and stop you hissing at her. And they've come down scared and started offering her bribes to get out of their house. All I'm saying is don't trust every word your wife says. <laughs> you you make some I'm very getting, valid points. I think the story I'm getting from this is don't trust Xbox people. Ooh. I think PlayStation people are uh, a much a much more above board type of, type of owner of electronics. <laughs> any reasoning behind it or are you just gonna just gonna make a sweeping statement with zero evidence or opinion that's what, rather? Norm- that's what i normally do yeah I d- no i don't really have any reason i was just gonna try and uh try and uh put two and two together and make nine and with my argument by saying that people that get off on xboxes to leave other people's houses so they steal their family pets is a is a more worthwhile argument but i, I don't think it's gonna work this time I mean, well, you could you could have gone with the argument that Xbox in this case was literally trash. Yes, <laughs> it it may have been literally thrown out and left on the side, but the thing is, is it still had intrinsic value and a a, a very thoughtful wife walking along the road realised that this this object had intrinsic value and thought, <laughs> no, this this looks. <laughs> This looks this looks brilliant. A very I, thoughtful I wife. A very thoughtful wife that went, hmm, his birthday's coming up. What can I get him <laughs> that'll cost zero money? And ended up going dumpster diving and brought you back someone else's. I think one man's trash is another man's treasure. That is true. It's the easiest upcycling project I've ever heard of. 
Put power lead in. There you go. There's exactly. no reupholstering crap stools. Quite right. No, put new legs on tables. So this is this is the first console that I've had in probably a decade and a half. Uh, my last console was a PlayStation 2 before that. So I've actually had the, the benefit of both. And as it happens, my my Xbox has better graphics than my old PS2. So... I'm just really, I'm going to have to come down on the side <laughs> of the Xbox by the fact that it has a better it has better graphics than the PS2. Sorry PlayStation. Oh, you've, uh, okay. you've lost you've lost out. Anyone okay. Ed- <laughs> I currently own a PS4. I know that the 360 is a it's lot place- bigger number than 4, but uh, that's where your 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 company's numbering system falls down on its face. Sequentially, the PlayStation went PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. So you can keep track of it. So in this, in this busy era of electronics and strange things happening, you, you, can, you can know where you are. If someone says, oh, I've got the new PlayStation 5, you go, oh, wow, that's one better than the one I've got. So you must have the new one. That's pretty good. Whereas with Xbox, the Xbox, 360. Xbox 360, then they've gone to the Xbox One. It's not even, it's not even the Xbox One. It's like number three. I don't understand. Well, I I'm I not a simpleton, but I can't speak what? for the Xbox One. All I know is that I've got the Xbox 360. So by your logic, it must be the 360th, and it's it's much better. But it was released what like ten years ago? Well, they were just really ahead of their time. <laughs> is that why they created a console that was inferior to the PlayStation offering at the time? As I said. It's got better graphics than my old PS2. That's that's so, the only that's the only point of reference I've got here. So your your resolution is 1080 and 30 frames a second, whereas mine is 4K at 60 hertz. I mean, my TV only goes up to 1080, so that, don't that need is, it any bigger. That is unfair, John, because as stated, he's comparing an Xbox 360 to a PS2, and now you're comparing a PS4 to an Xbox 360. So you're doing exactly the same to him as he's doing to his PS2. So, so am I going to have to fight the PS3 corner? Uh, you, you would have if I wasn't going to interject. And as okay. as we've discussed, it's it's very clear here that that um, PlayStation comes out on top. This has nothing to do, nothing to do with the fact that I also am uh, uh, sitting in the PlayStation corner. And I'm sure we'll have many people telling us why we're wrong. We'll have many people telling us why Xbox better. And many, many people upset that we haven't considered that the PC is a console in itself, which, let's be frank, it's not. Um, but I'm basing this purely on the fact... I'm basing this purely on the fact that we have one person here in Camp Xbox who is representing Xbox, and he can't even provide for his wife that she has to go dumpster diving to be able to provide for her family... And if that's the kind of man that likes Xbox, then I'm just I'm just not not, <laughs> not for Xbox personally. So, um, so yeah, you're feel... two for two on deciding the answer before you even ask. <laughs> I like oh. this. I've been on the winning end both times. This has been a good day. I've had a horribly long drive. I'm not with it, as you can tell, because I've said about three things, and I've won two out two out of two. I'm I'm down with this. I'm good with this. I'm becoming um. I'm becoming meta. I'm, I'm asking, coming up with the questions and deciding what I'm going to do in spite of anything that you say before it's happened. Um, it's very much just, like how Vladimir Putin runs his own country. I just, I just feel like we're cutting, we're cutting out the middleman. Soon we won't have to record anymore. I'll just tweet once a week, dog or cat, 
dog. <laughs> Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. See you next week. And that'll be it. I'm all about oh, efficiency. Streamline the process. I'm all about efficiency. Why do you think I started a podcast with two people with the same name? I ain't got time to waste. <laughs> Busy I man. Time to be learning names. You've learned one name and sticking with it. Exactly. <laughs> if you're not called John, do one. <laughs> Right, would you like to uh, pass on your question to me? Because there's no way I could already know the answer to this because I don't know what's coming. I bet you do. Okay. <laughs> we've we've got a rather more, I guess, philosophical question for you than what we've been asked this week. And I promise, I promise to put as little thought into my decision as I do every week. Great. So the question <laughs> this week is... Would you rather be an aging monk on the verge of enlightenment with five years to live or a young gang member on the verge of a 25-year prison sentence? How young is this gang member? Uh, 19. 19? 19. 19 to 25. Okay. Somewhere in that age range. And does the gang member have hair? Does he no, have he's hair? a skinhead. He's a white supremacist. Oh, he's a white supremacist. So he's a skinhead. So he's, he might it doesn't have matter hair. if he had hair or not. He might have hair at the end of twenty-five years in prison. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the gang leader. I, I did hesitate when you said he was a white supremacist, um, but no, I'm gonna go with the gang leader because if he's 19, 25 years in prison, he can still live some life afterwards, whatever quality of life that be. Twenty-five years in prison is better than twenty-five years not in prison. Which I'd be an enlightened monk with five years left to go. Five years isn't very long. And as we've discussed previously, what's being enlightened going to do? It's not going to change anything. I just think it would add more problems than it would solve. So I would rather be young, dumb and well, I'm going to jail. So full of cum than old and bald and living on a you might, hill in the Himalayas. Might not be bald. You might get shanked in prison. I might get shanked in prison. But I wouldn't. I just I just uh, I'd be the new pretty thing in prison. I'd become someone's prison bitch. Just, just survive it out for twenty five years. Twenty five years of turning your own back passage into a wizard sleeve. I could use my mouth. <laughs> I love the fact that you were straight on there with that. Yeah, I don't care. No, yeah, I I'm take not. What it takes. I mean, we're saying I'm nineteen, twenty five years in prison. Let's say I get another twenty five years out of prison. That's another fifty years of life compared to the five years of the monk, who's probably just going to spend. Four and a half of those years, if you say I'm on the verge of enlightenment, just sitting around and wondering what he can do with his newfound knowledge. If it's of anything of any real value, then you're going to end up as one of those crazy people walking around New York saying that the rapture is coming and praise be whichever deity that turns out is correct. And no one's going to take me seriously. It's not like it was 2000 years ago when someone popped up and said, "Uh, yeah, God's me dad. And everyone went, "Okay." You say it these days and people think you're crazy, so you won't get taken seriously. So being enlightened isn't really going to change anything. I think we all know what's good and what's bad, and we have our own implications and our own reasonings behind it. But at the end of the day, it's all just subjective. So, yeah, I'll be a gang member. That's some sound Matt logic there, I think. Congratulations. It's better to live a long, miserable life than it is to spend five years knowing everything and going, ah. This is all right. Who says it'd be miserable? I might be really good in prison. Matt, you already said you were going to sell your ass for cigarettes. So? <laughs> I might. It, I've never tried it. I'm going to be honest. I've never tried it. Maybe I'd really like it. 
maybe that's my idea of actual enlightenment. Well, he's turned it around on us. I think he's firmly gone in the, the prison camp. I don't want to live up a mountain where my only friends are now alpaca. <laughs> I'd rather be in like prison. Of, actually, if you're in the UK prison, you get it pretty easy. You get like cable TV and table football and stuff. Cable TV? Yeah, they've, they've only got Xboxes in prison. Oh, God, I'd rather no. die. Yeah. I take back what I said before. As much as it feels like when I answer the questions aimed at me that there's no thought process, there is a thought process. I just answer with my gut and then I try and build my case around whatever I've decided. So there's a, I'm, it's a it's reactive rather than proactive, I feel my answers are. So when you say it's your gut answer, it's uh, someone's, someone's head of their penis is going to be in your gut. That's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> but one of one of i apologize it's taken us four episodes to get to the blue content ladies and gentlemen sorry you had to wait so long um one of the worst worst phrases and after i've told you this we're gonna have to end the episode because one of the worst phrases i ever heard a friend of mine at university she was just under about five foot tall tiny little thing and they were talking about their experiences with a gentleman that they'd had while they were students of being promiscuous and she said and i quote you should have seen the size of the thing he were touching breakfast. Oh. Never in my life has a phrase made me be sick in my mouth more than that did. I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. These were all very pleasant young ladies as well, and I was like, no, don't don't like that. Do would, not would like it that. Would if she is street meat for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Matt's. I think Matt's walked off. Yeah, no, I needed a moment. I needed a moment. But um, yeah, I think that's. That's it for this week. So, thanks as always for for listening. We do appreciate it. Um, tweet at us with any questions you'd like us to ask at Wood J Rather or hashtag Wood J Rather if you'd like to spread the word and get more people listening to the absolute bollocks that we make up as we go along and literally means nothing because it's already predecided. Like I might find out if I was to be enlightened. Maybe everything's predecided. Who knows? So, um, yes, thank you all for listening. I've been uh, not John. I've been John. Two for two. Thank you very much. And I've I've been the loser John. The loser John, who hisses at his wife. If en- if anyone's around, if anyone's around the London area and they see a man hissing at his his wife, please please do help her. She's she's being <laughs> she's being held against her will. So uh, please, if you if you jingle a small ball towards him, he probably will chase it for, for distraction purposes. Yeah, we are uh, we're, we're hoping to one day make some money from this so we can afford enough laser pens to arm arm London so they can uh, distract him long enough that we can save our dear friend. But until then, there's not much we can do. So, smell your what laser. T-shirts. We haven't got any t-shirts. Oh, should, should try harder at that. Then.